Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Interesting read in the Irish Times today um, and it's from the beauty writer Laura Kennedy and she's talking about getting Botox and she says that it has undeniable effects and makes her look so much better and I was just wondering um, I suppose given how much more popular and how common Botox is in recent years with so many more people actually getting it is there a stigma around it or is there still a stigma around it or has it just become totally normalised? Is it now just the same as, you know, going in to get your hair done, get highlights done, get extensions and buy an expensive makeup? And I'd like to hear people's experience today on the show. Give us a call if, you, if you'd like to chat. Marie is on the line. Um, Marie, I suppose, first of all, when did you maybe start getting Botox? Uh, hi, I started getting Botox about 15 years ago. Um, I was working in the States and I uh, was coming over and back uh, to Ireland every few months. So I kind of just heard about it from people over there. Mm. So I got it done. But I have to admit, um, I got it done actually in an Irish clinic with uh, Dr. Patrick Tracy. But I have to admit, at that time, I didn't tell anybody that I was getting it done. It was Did like, you not? Push-push. No. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. It was just something that I kept to myself. Whereas now, oh, the difference, I had a class reunion there a few weeks ago and um, like it was an open conversation. So it has changed radically uh, people's perceptions in relation to it. Yeah, so far more comfortable. Whereas I would have been very, very conscious um, 15 years ago of, you know, not mentioning it to my mom, to anybody. Whereas the last few years, open, common conversation. Yeah. Um, out of curiosity, and I, I'm not asking you to, you know, name names for, yeah. for people that maybe haven't, you know, uh, told, <clears throat> told family or whatever, but yeah. at that reunion, was there, oh, was there a line in sight or, I mean, had many people in the room out of curiosity opted for Botox? Uh, Is it that common? Now, no, 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 it wasn't. Um, there was about, I'd say, three out of a group of about eight, I'd say. But uh, that was it. But it was high one of the girls that met, had mentioned it to me, like I think one of the first things she said to me was, God, Marie, there isn't a line on your face. I said, yeah, because that's because <laughs> I get photos done twice a year. Yeah. So, whereas if you'd asked me that even 10 years ago, I would have gone, oh, you know, it's in the jeans or something. But uh, yeah, so it's, it's no, seriously, it, it is phenomenal. It is I'm like using this the go to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Would have come up with anything. Like, yeah. yeah no, been very chilled out and relaxed. They're just back from the halls there or whatever. Any kind of excuse. Whereas now, no, no problems whatsoever. Because, like, mm. for me, <clears throat> I'm looking at some of my friends that have to get it done every four months, but I get it done twice a year. So I'm one of those ones. But I know for the three to five days beforehand, you look in the mirror and you'll just be, it's on my right hand side. I go, right, time to get it done. And you get it done. And um, I get it done in Aylesbury, and you just—it's—it's—it's it's, you just look fresher. It's not there's, there's there's no tangible difference or whatever it is. I think also you feel better, and um, because you look better, um, so that that goes in tandem. But uh, you just you just feel and look a lot fresher. And people will actually say to you, "Got you look really well," and uh, yeah, so it, it just follows, mm. especially by the two weeks after you get it done. But I always know. It's about three to five day, days before and you'll just see you'll see something, especially in my right eye, and I'll go, Yeah, that's it, time to get it done. And what is it I they call it? The, the crow's feet. Oh yeah. So I got I got three areas. 
So it's like forehead, crow's feet, and then in between um, the, the, my eyes. And it, it, it's like so simple. Like, I mean, I get my nails done once every three weeks. This is like twice a year. Go in, not, not painful. The main thing I would say, though, there was only one instance where I couldn't get back from the States and I couldn't get to Aylesbury. And I got it done um, with a doctor and hadn't done, I didn't do my research. And that was not a very pleasant experience. Okay. Um, I, I, I did have a problem and I had to, I actually had to wait till I came back and then Aylesbury kind of sorted it out. Yeah. But uh, you have to, that's okay. the main thing. And that's why I always felt confident. You have to make sure that the person that you're going to has injected hundreds, hundreds of people. Like, it's, it's, you know, you, you literally have to ask them, how many people have you injected? Because people can turn around and say, yeah, I've injected people, but how many have you injected? And um, yeah, so you, you need to be confident. Okay. For me, anyway, do, that was really important. What do you think has changed in the past decade when you you know when you say that like 10 years ago even not even 15 years ago but mm. 10 years ago you were reluctant to tell family and friends that that you were getting it so it's it's just the power of social media. It's the Kardashians. It's the whole that whole culture. It's um like daily, daily, daily. People just being inundated, inundated. Um, it's it, I actually always referred to a story. I used to work with a student in the Bagot Inn, and I remember one guy asked me for a pint of Budweiser one night, and I turned around to him and said, "What's that?" We didn't know the brand in Ireland at the time. So, but now, so it's the power of marketing. It's the power of social media, and it's just it's just through that it's just become acceptable and uh, that the stigma has gone from it. Mm. People always say to me sure everybody's getting it Andrea why don't you get it like everyone's getting it and I, and yeah. I think to myself like I do know some people that you know that that have got and, it and No it's 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 a very it's a very personal decision. Like you would have some people who would be very careful, you know, in relation to the foods they eat, or you know, if they're you know eco friendly and just you know their health in general. So you have to think long and hard about it. I mean, you have to, you know, it, it is it is a huge decision. I wouldn't take and I didn't take it lightly, and don't take it lightly. But I I know I'm going to one of the best, so it's fine. But like it it, it is a very very personal decision. Like I have a friend that I was talking to there a few weeks ago. I was like, would you not you know consider it? She's like, absolutely no. Way. Way. But hers were coming from, you know, she's she's a vegan, and you know, she's she'd have more kind of higher healthy whatever it is that, than I would. So like she wouldn't, yeah, yeah. However you, see, you classify that, but and fair play to her. Yeah, I, I wonder. Is it? I think there's kind of a fear. Well, maybe there's not, and 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 perhaps somebody in the profession might clarify this for me later. But I mean, I I'm of the view, and maybe wrongly, that uh, once you mm. get it, you can't stop. No, it is a Pandora's box. You know, I but the line, in the, my line yeah. in the forehead will be gone uh, and your next thing, there'll be three yeah. of them back. No, it, it is a Pandora's box. And I like my friends who've come to me for, you know, OK, what do you think? I, I say once opened, that's it. Because and I'm going to be quite honest about this, because you look so much better with it that the minute you lose something that's giving you that kind of not power or that way of feeling about yourself, you're not going to let it go. So once you start, once you start, um, Absolutely, it is a Pandora's box mm. in a good way. Yeah, I think. You're, you're 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 obviously very um, open and, and and honest about it, um, Marie. Do, yeah. Is there still is there any like? Do you feel there's a stigma? Do you ever feel judgment from people now when you when you chat about it, or is that? Gone? Uh, I I don't personally. I am sure. Yes, that it still would be for a certain percentage of people who do it, and they may be in an old, older age group or whatever, because you know they aren't part, haven't been maybe, or aren't as part of the whole online social media thing. You know, over the, last, the past five years, but like absolutely, some people, well, some people are just very private in general. Anyway, when it comes to making decisions about their health, or you know, so I mean, and it, 
perfectly normal. But for me, I'm just like, yeah, I'll, I'll tell that. Actually, one of the reasons that I am so open about it is that, well, I've never let it wear off, but I, I, I can tell the telltale signs. I can only imagine the, the difference that I would feel about myself and how less well I would look. So I'm very, I'm, I'm kind of very enthusiastic about it because I think, you know, it will make a difference to somebody in relation to how they look and feel. I genuinely believe that. Let me bring in Mark as well, Marie. Mark has got in touch with us. Um, okay. Mark, what's your experience? Um, well, um, I've been getting Botox for about three years now. And to be honest, I mean, in my eyes, it's no different than uh, a lady getting her nails done or getting her hair cut or getting highlights, for instance. I mean, it's you're doing it to make yourself look better and to be more comfortable in yourself, you know. And um, I understand what Marie is saying there, that some people might still have a bit of a stigma uh, in regards. But um, for me, I think uh, there's a lot more people getting it done uh, that are letting on, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I know you that know? as well. I, I know people, and mm. I always find it very funny, though, when people like when the lines that they've had for 36 years are gone from their face and and they'll tell yeah, you they're you know they're using a cream or like I actually think if you're going to get it just just say you get it because absolutely I think it's a hard thing know. to lie about well it's I think it's unbelievable and it's it's noticeable when people lie about it um look it's people people lie sure about a lot of things you know what I mean I mean each to their own I mean like um I wouldn't be going out telling people, but I mean, if somebody asked me, I'd have no problem admitting it, you know. Yeah. Why did I you mean, decide to get it in the first place, like, Mark? It's like putting on make. Excuse me? Why did you decide to get it in the first place or what encouraged uh, you? You know what? Because I have this kind of a frown mark in between my eyes. Um, and you know what? I just said I'd, I'd, I'd try it. Yeah. You know, and just a couple of wrinkles in my forehead and stuff. So, I mean, I only get it done like maybe once a year or so or maybe twice. Right. Um, yeah. Um, but that's that's basically it, you know. I mean, it's for me, it's just like a cosmetic. It's like getting your hair cut, or you know, it's just it's just to make yourself feel better and look better, you know. And did you feel that you know? Did you did you feel uh, personally or better in yourself, Mark, when you did get it? Um, a, a little bit, yeah. I mean, it's um, it gives you more confidence, obviously. Um. I mean, when you're looking at, like, I'm just looking at the frown marks there now, where I don't have any at the moment, so. Yeah. Um, and it, it's something that you be conscious of, you know? Yeah, so yeah, no, I like, got it. Like, well, as Marie was saying, once you get it done, um, you kind of have to keep doing it, really, you That's know? the thing, though, isn't it? It's hard yeah. to stop. Yeah. 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 It is hard to stop, yeah, yeah, yeah. What reaction, Mark, did you get from family or friends or, you know, anyone? Anyone, nothing, really. I mean. No one cares. Uh, nobody really cares. I yeah, mean, uh, like I mean, each to their own, you know. It's interesting though because that's the point I think that Marie's making. You know, the the kind yeah. of societal change or the views towards it in the past yeah, ten think, to fifteen years. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it's become way more acceptable. I mean, um, yeah. yeah, it's it's all over social media. It's all over the TV. I mean, it's 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 everywhere. You know. Yeah. Um, is there anything wrong with growing old, Marie? No, absolutely not. But like the the phrase "growing old gracefully" um, with a bit of aesthetic help, I see absolutely no bother. Oh no, I absolutely total acceptance of uh, growing older and wiser, and I think it's just the, the, it's a natural process and whatever. But I don't see 
any, if, you, if, you've, if you've thought about it and you've come to terms with it and you've done your research, I don't see anything wrong with enhancing. I think it's about enhancement. Like you just mentioned something there that's what I tried to, it's like if people notice it but they just don't say anything. If Botox is done well, you shouldn't notice it. Yeah. You shouldn't notice it. And this, this is my like. It's, if if the first thing that somebody saw when they saw me was a raised eyebrow or contorted, I wouldn't be getting it done. It just looks very natural. And um, or else I'm just, it does. Yeah, I, I know it does. Okay. But if if it didn't, I wouldn't be getting it done. Uh, Dr. Patrick Tracy is the medical director of the Aylesbury Clinic and, and he's with us as well. Patrick, thanks for joining us in the programme. Can you give us a sense of just how popular Botox is here in the country at the minute? Good afternoon, Andrea. Yeah. Um, it's funny, um, on um, reading in years the other day, I got blamed or <laughs> this sort of appropriate allocation for introducing Botox to Ireland 24 years ago. And over that period, um, I suppose we have used it cosmetically and medically. And medically, even this morning, we're doing chronic migraines, sweating, trigeminuralgia, many other uses for Botox. But in the cosmetic sense, yeah, it has exploded, not just in Ireland, but phenomenally worldwide. I like to run the world a lot. And certainly um, in Ireland, only dentists and doctors are allowed to do it. In Britain, um, nurses that are prescribers are allowed to do it also practice nurses in the United States and in Australia also. So it has been one of these phenomenal successes, um, both for, I suppose, um, the companies involved, such as Allergan, who have their headquarters in Ireland. And um, it has become, as you quite rightly identified with both of your um, speakers there, that um, it has become totally acceptable in society. Has have dermal first to an extent, but Botox has certainly, I suppose, um, been a very safe technique in general. Every now and then, you may have a situation where a person may get a droopy eyelid or a droopy eyebrow, which is very rare, or maybe bruising. Mm. But um, believe it or not, um, even though nurses are not allowed to do it now and restricted, our problem with cosmetic medicine um, tends to be everybody doing dermal fillers which can wreak havoc if they're in, injected into a vessel, you know. But uh, Botox, yeah, I mean, at worst, if something happens, it's going to wear off again. So it's a very safe technique. And um, If administered properly, yeah. The, it is, it's, it's a little more, though, is it not, than, um, I think, my, uh, Mark, you described it as no different than, than getting your nails done, but it's, it's, a, it's a semi-permanent augmentation, is it not, Patrick? Most problems, believe it or not, Andrew, can be corrected immediately. So if you can imagine your eyebrows is a pu- in position as a tug of war between the muscles pulling up and the muscles pulling down, it's really a matter of balancing the muscles. So if somebody's brow goes up or down, you can correct it quite easily. If their lid drops, you can usually put in drops to correct it and it wears off probably in two or three weeks in terms of the problem. So... Um, I would have thought, to be fair, without minimising, it's that Botox is probably a very safe technique. And um, there's been something like 50 or 60 million, I suppose, females of childbearing age that have had it and have become pregnant, and there hasn't been any problems identified. So um, I think there's been, you know, sort of on a worldwide scale, or that 50 or 60 million, maybe two or three that have had mm. allergic reactions. It's very, very you wouldn't have to carry 
adrenaline in your fridge, you know, to correct. Okay. Um, do we have any idea, like, is it, are there stats on how much of the population in Ireland, you know, receive Botox? I really don't know that, but about 15% of our patients are male and it has remained sort of um, about that level. Um, so I, I would guess people in across all, I suppose, socioeconomic groups. And um, I I would have thought it had become so common now. It's funny, I was at a 60th birthday party the other night and um, somebody happened to mention the people who had Botox and people who hadn't, and you could really see a difference. And there's certainly a cohort of people who don't or wouldn't even have considered it. There's a cohort in the middle that don't tell their friends, but there's certainly, I would have thought it's high, maybe I'm wrong, 50% of the population probably wow. have it and there's not a word about it, you know. What's the average age, Patrick? Okay, so one thing that sort of you have to take into account is that if you get Botox just when your lines come, they'll never get any worse. So this whole preventative thing is a phenomenon associated with Botox. You don't see with dermal fillers because you still age with dermal fillers and when they wear off, you're back to where you started or maybe a bit worse because you've aged. But Botox isn't like that. So we normally, obviously, you don't inject anybody with Botox under the age of 18. I think that's law both in Ireland and England, except your kids with migraine or People, kids will say who are sweating. So for cosmetic reasons, we wouldn't tend to do anybody until their late 20s. And usually it would start with brown lines and then probably eyes and forehead. So it's usually between the ages maybe about 20 or 29, right up to I had a patient last week, um, 87. I had a patient, believe yeah, it or not, <clears throat> that 87 Botox. in Northern Ireland uh, a few years ago, 94. And I said, well, why do you come down? She says, I just come down because I enjoyed chatting to the neighbours. Yeah. But anyway, I had a patient in 87 the other day who is a regular client of ours and works fine for her. Fantastic. Uh, this listener has gotten in touch here on the text line um, to say, yes, there is something wrong with growing old. It sucks in every way, according to this listener. <laughs> the, another texter, my sister-in-law got Botox, looks absolutely desperate. I think it's a real case of mutton dressed as lamb, according to this listener. Uh, it can look stupid, though, when somebody goes completely over the top, says Rob. Is that always the giveaway, Patrick, the shiny forehead? Well, less experienced injectors, for instance, would inject a forehead without doing the eyes. And if you do that, it's sort of obviously the muscles that hold up the eyebrows are going to fall. So, I mean, we often have to correct that, but that's just a less experienced injector doing two areas. If you're going to do two areas, the two areas should be around your eyes and in the front lines. The forehead has to be part of three. So um, it can look a bit funny, and particularly there's another complication you get. It's very rare. It's only one in 6,000, and that's a thing called medial brightosis, that when you inject somebody's Brown lines, the centre of the forehead drops, and that isn't correctable until it wears off. Okay. So you look like Jack Nicholson. So, but those problems are rare, but patients should be aware of. Right. Okay. Very interesting. Dr. Patrick Tracy from uh, Medical Director of the Aylesbury Clinic. Mark, thanks a million for getting in touch with us there in Cork and uh, Marie in Dublin as well. Marion Wicklow, though, she's got in touch and she says, I think growing old is a privilege that not everybody gets. We should grow old gracefully. Keep them coming into us. 53106. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.